Hi, how are you? Welcome to episode nine of the Good Enough Human Lifestyle Podcast in association with We Are Chester. I'm Angela Ferguson and I'm your co-host for this episode alongside Paul Crofts from the We Are Chester team. Together we'll be chatting to Chester music legend Matt Baker all about the different projects that he has been involved with over the past year or so and projects that he's currently working on and going into 2021. We'll be chatting about all things lockdown, about how he has managed to adapt and adjust his work, which benefits um, the community greatly. Anyway, enough of me. Over to me and Paul Crofts to find out more. Hope you enjoy. I'm really pleased to welcome a very special guest on the podcast this week, none other than Chester legend and musical impresario Matt Baker. He has done an amazing amount for the people of Chester and beyond, over the globe, in fact, over the years. He is an absolute legend and a Chester treasure. I would argue he should be a national treasure. I'm sure he will be soon. We are so fortunate to have Matt living and working in our city and producing incredible work, supporting our communities and the gift that is music, which is such a powerful tool, music and theatre. So, um... I could be here all night talking about what Matt does because he does so much. So can I just say, Paul Crofts and I are presenting um, this episode. Welcome to The Good Enough Human, Matt Baker. Oh my goodness, I don't know if I can live (laughs) up to that introduction. (laughs) It's nice to be here. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for joining us. No, you you do so much. I'm constantly amazed at what you do. I mean, I was just sort of doing my little bit of preparation for interviewing you today. And it struck me that, you know, uh, we saw you recently even playing the accordion to entertain and distract and lighten the mood at a vaccination site, a COVID vaccination site, which is just, just so, such a lovely thing to do. Uh, yes. Well, I wasn't supposed to be. It just, um, I'm, it genuinely, I mean, I've, I've been doing, you know, like a lot of people, I've been volunteering at the vaccination centre. Now and again, when I get, when I get chance, the wonderful Christopher Walton, who's chair of the Proud Mayor, is one of the choirs, the LGBT choir, which I'm musical director for. He's um, uh, got this well-oiled machine. That, uh, he's organising all these volunteers. And I've been going along sometimes in freezing, freezing cold temperatures. I see the first thing we do is grip the car park for all the people coming along. And then this one time, it was so well organised that I felt a little bit like, well, I, you know, I, the, the, these people in the cars don't need to be directed three or four times. I've got my accordion. And so Christopher said, yeah, well, yes, why don't you play it? I was quite sensitive because I know people don't necessarily want to be hearing Abba, Mama Mia as they're going to have their vaccination. But um, so I was quite sensitive as, as to when I played it. But then I think it's more when they come out 
there was lots of comments saying, well, how lovely was that? And so now when I sign up, I play the accordion. So there we go. That's wonderful. And the, yeah. I've seen some videos doing the rounds and I thought, yeah, what what a lovely gesture. It's, it's the power of music, isn't it? And theatre. And you touched on the fact that, you know, um, I, it goes without saying you do so much for the city and beyond. You work with the LGBT plus choir for Chester Proud Marys. You work with children and young people in the theatre and the quarter, which... I think, you know, these these things are life changing, I think, from from my point of view. I know I'm passionate about the arts myself, but they can make such a difference to people's lives, can't they? And you've got the University of Chester Choir that you work with as well. You've got Handbag of Harmonies Choir. You're involved in the Chester Mystery Plays and Chester Passion. Um, and you've got another project on the go at the moment, Matt, a unique project. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Um, yeah, well, well, yes, there have been all all those 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 choirs, and 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 Patchwork is um, uh, also one of my favourite choirs. That's my uh, with Cheshire Live, uh, adults with additional needs, which I have a great time with on a Monday. Um, uh, and yes, I mean, obviously, I'm doing a lot of work with my uh, with the young people um, theatre in the quarter, um, but uh, I also work with the uh, international. Schools Theatre Association, where normally, perhaps two, three times a year, I, I have the privilege of going off to somewhere. It might be Malaysia, it might be Kenya, it might be um, uh, Germany. Uh, in fact, the last place I went to was was Frankfurt, which was just before lockdown last year, uh, where I worked with with students from all different um, at, at all different kind of corners of the world, creating music and theatre. And uh, of course, that has completely stopped. But um, I'm one of many artists um, from from around the globe, and uh, this organisation have been really quick thinking and very kind of um, uh, uh, very creative. And I'm now involved in a project um, as the music person, where there are sixty students, sixty teenagers from everywhere, from China, Hong Kong. Um, uh, from Italy, from the United States, Massachusetts in the United States, uh, uh, Kenya, other places. And they're all, it, each of these people are giving a two minute kind of version of their, you know, memoirs of an extraordinary year last year. And they're, they're kind of recording it, but they're only recording it. And then they're sending their recording, if you, if you follow me, to somebody else. So somebody in Italy is going to send their recording to somebody in Hong Kong, who are then going to film that person's story? And my job is to to, to work with other students from around the, the, the world, other other teenagers, in creating the kind of underscore and the songs to go with it. What's brilliant is that um, is that the third and the quarter teenagers quartz. There's ten of them, and they are the representatives of the UK. So we're wow. getting a bit of a UK bit as well. And you know, Chester is going to be put on the map with this film. Um, and I'm having a great, great time. Who would have thought that I would ever be online um, working with, uh, as it as was the case with this particular example last week, five students who are helping me online with chords, words, lyrics. Um, we're doing it all together, using the piano, using the guitar, and creating a song. And, and the words were coming from somebody in... Um, in Switzerland, the chords came from somebody in Germany. Uh, some of the, the percussive ideas were coming from somebody in Italy, and 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 I mean that's just amazing, isn't it? To think that 
we wouldn't have done that before lockdown really if we hadn't got um been using zoom and whatever wow that sounds like an incredible project and so moving as well because people's different experiences all coming into this one piece of music that's going to be so powerful when when can we expect that to be available for us to watch matt well it's able all to say? yeah oh, i i i've just been with our, our students in the uk who have just received their audios from different they're all excited it's like getting it literally i've just emailed them their audio they don't know who it's from but it was like christmas day they were listening they were so excited where you know they were receiving their two-minute story from somebody else as in the same way that their story that they've recorded has gone over somewhere else and um th that's the filming process the editing process and all the music that's going to start in kind of april and may and i think probably by the end of the summer we'll be we'll be launching this um this film it might be a a, a series of films we're not quite sure yet and just just quickly before um before um paul asks a question um what what's the name of the project or the film for us to sort of keep an eye on um well it's called um memoirs of an extraordinary year uh, and it is run by well, ISTA, which is international schools theater association uh, but i mean i i'll uh, because we've got some chester people involved representing the uk in this thing that i i will obviously let people know when it's ready wonderful well, i'll wonderful, let people know if I, if I think it's going to be good i'm only really joking <laughs> we can't wait and yay, yeah. yay chester <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's great so you know no one else has got roads so there's a little choreography moment as well everyone's got the same bit of choreography that they're going to do and if you imagine in hong kong the so the students are going to do this really simple choreography um but find a real a location which defines so i've been saying to our students so what have we got you know, so the river, I said, yeah, but so, loads of other cities have got rivers, but we've got an Eastgate clock, we've got rows, let's do our bit, you know, in, in, in whatever clothes that we're supposed to be wearing on the rows, because nobody else will have that. Oh, wow. Can't wait to see that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Paul? Yeah, I've, I'm just absolutely blown away by the, enthousi the enthusiasm you have for all the projects that, that you take on. And, you know, during the lockdown, I mean, as you said, who would have thought that Zoom would be such a, a vital, a valuable tool for, for everybody at the moment? Um, some of the projects you've uh, been involved with during the last sort of 12 months have been absolutely incredible. Can I ask, Matt, do you have a, is, is there a project that is perhaps a favourite or one that sort of took off in a way that you didn't expect it to? Uh, well, I suppose the one, the obvious one that took off in such an enormous way is the project, the, the, the one project which wasn't online, and that was a project which uh, I was able to deliver just by being at my front door with all the people on my street. Um, and I know... Uh, um, that you'll know about that one that's the the kind of ve project um and, and of course that came about because i am um, with my theater in the quarter hat on i i was asked uh, commissioned to create something for the city uh, a kind of community performance which kind of marks the um the ve celebrations or commemorations i should say in may now of course that all didn't um that didn't happen 
and uh, lockdown um, exactly a year ago now, we were all, oh my goodness, we can't go anywhere. We didn't know about Zoom, did we, this time last year? Who knew that word? Well, I didn't Absolutely. anyway. So we thought, oh, nothing can happen. So I, um, I literally woke up one day and I didn't have a chance to process it before I was chatting to people, you know, at our front doorsteps. I live on a terraced street, so it's very easy to talk to people. And I said, look, I'm, I've not thought this through, but who, who wants to do this? And so, of course, the, it was a way of uh, marking community spirit, um, marking the, the VE, uh, but with the people on our street, all, all socially distanced and singing some of those songs from uh, from that period, from the Second World War, uh, little and, and filmed on a on a phone. That's all that we we did. Um, little did I know it was going to become well, viral, wasn't it? I mean, it was. We were on the northwest uh, in the Chronicle, and then on the Northwest News, and then on the National News, and then I had friends in Melbourne and 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 um, Dubai going. Have I just seen uh, your street on telly? You know. So. Gosh, it, incredible. It, Again, it's putting Chester on the map, big style, isn't it? So good to see Chester going global. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it, 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 I didn't realise, I, I suppose in the last few rehearsals that we did, when people were, you know, passing the street and, um, uh, and, and messaging me and say, or messaging my neighbours and saying, my goodness, this is, we keep hearing this, this is lovely. Um, it was only then I thought, well, maybe this is going to be something rather special. Um, we were so, so careful for our health and everything else to make sure that we adhered strictly to all the all the, the, the guidelines. But um, but then just to uh, to have something which was, in a way, it was an outlet for other people to kind of mark not just the commemorations of the end of the Second World War, but community spirit you know a, a community coming together in the face of adverse uh, adversary uh, adversity like they did um in the second world war um and and it was amazing people were, were coming down the street and dropping <laughs> little gifts off you know and, and even like you know a cake or or or, or, or drinks to say you you're you're commemorating this for us um and can we leave this with you and and so it was quite quite extraordinary mm. Gosh, I, I feel emotional listening to that. So many parallels as well with what, what our ancestors in the city and across the globe have felt in the past. And we've been going through an incredibly exceptional, extraordinary moment in time ourselves and having to adapt and adjust and find ways to cope and, and to build resilience in terms of our physical health and also, hugely importantly, our mental health, which is a really important topic to discuss. And I feel like, Matt, your, the work that you do is integral to helping people with their, their mental health as well. I know I personally have, have spoken openly about... Um, having issues with anxiety and depression in the past. And it's really helped me to get involved with projects like the Mystery Plays with, with you, Matt, and many other like-minded, lovely people. I, I do strongly believe it's it's life-changing. Do you do you sort of pick up, have you picked up on that this year, above all years of how it's helping people? I, I mean, yeah, I have. I, I know that, um, um, that in a way people you know people say to me oh Matt you know have you lost all your work and I say well no I, I haven't I mean I've been very fortunate that 
all my work's just completely be re been reimagined and I am kind of doing an awful lot of stuff online but when I realize the um the impact that that's having um you know I meet my adults with uh, additional needs who come on on a Monday and we have a ball you know they're they're singing along I well I well, I do know they're singing along because they're, a lot of them know how to press the unmute. And so they, you know, when we keep having to press it again. Um, um, <laughs> but they, you know, they, uh, we, we have a ball. The, 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 even think like the church choir. Now the church choir um, at St. Thomas's where I'm, uh, I kind of co-run the choir there. They come in. Now they've not been doing any singing, but what they've been doing is well, they perhaps do a couple of minutes of, you know, name, name that tune, name that hymn, and then show us your love meringue. So we've been, it's turned into a cookery, <laughs> you know, thing. And we set each other a challenge each week. Uh, one week made me laugh. We had that extraordinary hot weather, didn't we, in, um, in May. And I remember um, one of our members, after we'd sh shared our chocolate brownies, when I say shared, we just share them online. We put them up to the up to the camera, you know. Um, so we said, right, next week, let's let's do roly poly, jam roly poly. Of course, we didn't realise that we were going to have this extraordinary heat wave, and they all came on. There they were, all kind of you know perspiring with the heat of the heat wave, and they'd all be making uh, jam roly polies as well. So, but but it didn't you know it didn't matter that we weren't singing. It was just an amazing. It was like, almost like a lifeline. Some of the people in the choir of a particular age where they've been shielding and not been out, uh, not left their front door, and and so um, whether it's music or not, it's just it's Zoom and this online stuff is a medium through which people can really kind of connect with people. Still, we're so fortunate that we've got this 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 technology. Oh gosh, it's it's really um, emotional talking but, to you about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 uh, I guess on on the success of of the VE, then um, uh, a, a a friend of mine, a colleague who lives on the street, who is who was the person behind the camera for that VE thing, who is a director, John Young, uh, we sat and chatted um, at our front doors and said, let's do something. As as we started to get towards the end of the summer and Christmas. Um, and people are already saying Christmas is cancelled. There's no Christmas this year. It's not going to happen. Um, I was really, um, uh, I had to be in my bonnet about no Christmas is important. It's not cancelled just because we can't go shopping, just because we can't or go to the pub. Christmas is one of those moments in the year where we, we all need to reach out to each other. However, we can do that. And so, you know, we created another film, um, this time engaging a wider community, those uh, the, the adults with additional needs, the LGBT choir, Handbag of Harmonies, which you'll know. And uh, we told a story about a street where a grumpy man, who doesn't exist, by the way, um, had decided Christmas is cancelled, there's going to be no lights. And so we, we told a, you know, a new story there. But I have to say, um, because we were, you, you know, we'd planned to do that rather than being spontaneous, my goodness, and people people who organise events will know all, all about risk assessments. I don't ever want to look at another risk assessment again. <laughs> um, and, 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 and hoping and praying that we're going to be going into tier two when we come out of the second lockdown, all those things, you know. Um, but it, we did achieve our goal in creating something at Christmas. 
Oh, and again, I, I saw so many comments um, from people about how they were moved to tears um, through the power of the storytelling and the music mm. and the acting coming together. So well done. Thank you for doing that on behalf of everyone. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. And, we, we've, and we've gained we've gained some Christmas permanent Christmas streetlight there, streetlights now on our streets, which we oh. all contributed towards on our, the neighbours. Oh, so. fantastic. Fantastic. Paul? Yeah, I um, well, one thing that always strikes me with with your uh, with your music, Matt, is that you always whatever you're writing, whether when, when you've been commissioned, whether it's the mystery plays or Jigsaw or Theatre in the Quarter, you always come up with something fresh, and it, you, you know you always um, find a way of sort of bringing everybody to to the parties where you involve all all the different age groups, the different. Uh, vocal ranges. What inspires you when you've been asked to sort of um, compose some pieces for for a new uh, a new play or a new a new piece of theatre? Um, well, I guess I um, one thing I never ever really do is ever sit at home on the piano and think, "Oh, I'm going to write a song." Um, probably I don't really have time to do that, or I'm, I don't suppose I've got that kind of self indulgent streak in me. What I do is I know that I've got a rehearsal tomorrow with those young people or with those adults or with um, this group or that group. And I've been asked if I will create something in response to this or of that theme or whatever else. And I, to me, it's like a task, a, a lovely task, don't get me wrong. I, I, I know that, let's take this, the Chester Mystery Plays. I've, I've written the, mystery, the, the music for the Mystery Plays for the last, since 2003. Um, but definitely not in the last 10 years have I ever brought anything back in, um, any music. It tends to be, well, I'm working with a new writer, I'm working with um, with a whole new kind of uh, situation and a different setting, a new director. And most importantly, is I, I've got a whole, new, a whole new group. So the group um, of participants, whether they're a choir or a community group or actors, they uh, I write for them and, and and I think it's so much um, more refreshing uh, and exciting to write for that group of people in response to what a director or a vision from a writer is so that's why it's not like oh my goodness I've got to think of something new it just feels very natural that you're making something you're making the shoe fit sure so do, do you sort of play to people's strengths if you know that people you realize during rehearsals that people have a particular vocal range or a particular sort of strength in their, their, the way they sing or a style of singing would that lead you to develop pieces of music and to sort of work, work to people's strengths in, in that sense yeah absolutely you know i know um i i know the strengths of um uh, of different choirs i know for example say handbag of harmonies i've worked with they're now 21 years old um as a choir and they started off as a group of people who didn't necessarily have uh, formal singing they couldn't necessarily read music so i arranged to suit them and to have a strong uh, group of people that sang the tune um, and then those who were able to harmonies and but they've developed they've, they've developed through time as well they now can 
listen and sing harmonies very well on and i've been teaching them a little bit to read music so i you know i and and with the mystery plays as an, an example because i know angela you've been in the mystery plays i yes, i kind yes. of have the main themes um uh, ready to go but then i will meet meet the company and think ah right okay so we've got a strength of we've got some really good altos here so then i might just develop the alto section a bit more or um or, or I might, you know, with my young people, I think, oh, do you know what? We've got some amazing young singers this time. Let's develop something. Let's create two-part harmony, three-part harmony. Let's create a descant. And, oh, gosh, uh, somebody in Jigsaw, my children's theatre company, can play the saxophone. Let's write a saxophone bit in. So it's about finding out what we, you know, what strengths we've got. I, I What I have learned with uh, with the children and um, of course they've they like a, quite a lot of choirs have been doing these videos where you sing remotely using your phone and then they're all mixed together you know as though it's the nearest we can get to feeling like we're singing in a choir and because i sing down here um normally when you've got children all together in a room then they will respond and sing up there and and it just uh, it just happens that they start to sing in the octave above if you like but when they're only hearing my voice and they're on their own in the living room with perhaps mom or dad making something, you know, some tea in the background, they don't necessarily and automatically sing uh, in the right in the right key, in the right octave. And so I've been looking at all sorts of ways of helping them to do that. Uh, colleagues who sing, you know, some of my female colleagues helping to sing those parts so that they can... So it, it's just adapting all the time to who to the situation we have and the skills and the, the challenges that we have. Gosh, that's so clever and, and kind of intuitive but with your experience and your skills and you're able to sort of encourage people in that way and bring them on. And I can certainly vouch from a personal point of view from the Chester Mystery Plays music that we've done it was just absolutely haunting and I was performing in it but I was kind of like oh my goodness when you hear the finished product and the harmonies and like a choir of angels and it was breathtaking yeah incredibly beautiful music and you were all lovely singers as well so I was able to kind of you know develop things and you know add little bits on here and there you know so I didn't quite have the the opportunity to to spend time when I went around <laughs> Um, the Garden Quarter doing a 12 Days of Christmas video. I, I got went up to all the different groups, be they uh, the uh, people in the residential homes, people in different uh, different uh, houses, um, the school. But I gave them all the note and, and managed to kind of put that <laughs> put a 12 Days of Christmas version together, which was which was hilarious. So I did, and there was not much chance to kind of develop their singing, but they all did so incredibly well. There's an example of something that I had to do very quickly and spontaneously. Bravo. That that was brilliant. I saw that too. Just excellent. Lovely sense of community and positivity. Yeah. We are running out of time. As we draw towards the end of our chat, Matt, can I just sneak in a quick question? Obviously, you're a Chester resident um, and we like talking about all things positive Chester. Is there a favourite place or a favourite thing that you like to do in Chester that you could share with us, putting you on the spot now? Um, I would just say that Chester, we are so... I, I suppose I, I can only reflect on what's happened in the last 12 months, and that is that how lucky and fortunate we are to be in somewhere like Chester, 
where given that we've been restricted to being at home and only allowed out in, in certain circumstances for our hours exercise a day, to think that, that there's so many wonderful places, be that through an empty city, which is a little bit haunting and sad, I suppose, in some ways, but along the river, along the canal, through the parks, um, the meadows, um, Mollington Golf Course, the Countess Park, there's so many places that I that we're able to... to um, to go to so chester has all the things that we do celebrate all the history but also it's a real people-sized city where you can really get to places and get out of the city you know in a in an hour's walk so i think i'm that's been the bit i really kind of am thankful for at the moment oh that's lovely very well put quite right we we wholeheartedly agree do we have um matt any plans for the for the future i know you, you've touched on the international project but what's coming up for you in the next uh, six months or so, lockdown, sort of lockdowns and coronavirus permitting? Well, I guess throughout all this, I have, I've witnessed friends quite far afield um, and close by making plans, putting dates in, doing sorts of things, and then finding that that things can't happen. And so I think what I've done is I'm, I'm being optimistic, also realistic, not knowing quite where we're going, um, we, we all hope, don't we, that we're going to be able to connect again physically. Um, we're going to be able to be in the same space. For me as a musician, people singing together. Um, but I, I haven't been, uh, I've been very cautious not to be over optimistic because that might take longer than we think. I, we just don't know. All I'm doing is embracing what we've got at the moment, embracing the connections we can make. It's Mothering Sunday this Sunday and... I haven't seen my brother, who lives just a few miles away, but because he's in Wales, we haven't met at all. But he plays the guitar. He played it in the, the guitar in the Mystery Place in 2013. We've done a little tribute, a little musical tribute together to for all mums and also my mum, who sadly I lost uh, last year. And, and it's those sorts of things. It, it's finding the things that we can do. And that's hopefully that's that's kind of my, my way of going forward, seizing opportunities. Sure. Oh gosh, another powerful example of music sort of bringing people together and helping us sometimes, I think, sometimes, especially through the past year, it's it's maybe it's been difficult to express our emotion. I find, you know, for me personally, I know for lots of people I know, music can draw that out. It's incredibly powerful and bring people together. So yeah, Matt, we, we are just about out of time, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I think we could have chatted hours and hours. You do so much wonderful work. So we wish you all the very best for the future and we hope that you will come back on and tell us about more about future projects and how they're developing at some point later in the year. That would be lovely, but thank you so much. Oh, well, it's a pleasure. It's really lovely to um, to speak to both of you. It really is. And so, and it's great, this thing that you're doing. It's wonderful to highlight all these different things. So thanks for having me talk. Our pleasure, our pleasure. Thank you to our guest for this episode, Matt Baker. Much appreciated that he's given up his time to chat to us. Thanks also to Dr. Stephen Kenyon Owen for the music which brings the podcast to life. And thank you so much for listening. 
As ever, please do get in touch if you have any comments or feedback or any ideas for future guests or topics that we could discuss. We will see you soon. In the meantime, take care and stay safe. <laughs>